You're tuned into an episode of Behind the Sign, sponsored by Office Sign Company. Welcome to another edition of the Behind the Sign podcast. I'm your host, Jack Yakowitz, the Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Office Sign Company. And today in the studio, we're going to have my good friend, Bill Lempe, who's someone I've known from the American Advertising Federation Board, someone I've enjoyed getting some uh, hams with over at Harold's. It's always a nice spot for us to go. And the whole backdrop to this podcast is when I'm out in the community, I'm in a position where I'm meeting people at kind of an integral point in their business span. Either they're going through a new expansion, they've got a rebrand that's going on, or they have some exciting development that warrants the purchase of a sign. And so Bill is currently going through some developments himself, and I'm going to let him talk about that as we get into things today. So Bill, how are you doing this morning? Doing great, Jack. How are you? Good, man. I'm very good. Um, it's been a little bit less than six months now that you've been full-time with the entrepreneurial pursuit that is Lempy Creative. Yep. And how's yeah. that transition been for you now, officially working for yourself again? It's been it's been really good, I think. Uh, I'm, I've been pretty happy with doing it. You know, I mean, prior to, you know, I worked at, I was at H2M for a while, and yeah. uh, they treated me pretty well, and I, I enjoyed my time there. But prior to that, I was working for myself as well. But it's it's been a really different journey now. You know, you go, you, you, you step out on your own for a while, and I did that for about five years, and then I went over to age 2 him for a little over three. Mm-hmm. And then getting back into it, it's it's a big change. Right, it's, for sure. You know, everybody assumes that it's just, you know, pajamas in the morning and do whatever you want, but that's, you, you can do that. I mean, I, <laughs> I, had a, I had a professor in college who worked from home, but she, she her biggest tip was always get up, always get ready, like, whether you're going anywhere or not and i just i actually really do live by that i yeah i just i have to like get up i don't like i don't like roll out of bed sit at my desk at home when i do work from home sometimes and do that i just i gotta get i gotta get dressed right still still try to stay as much in the same routine that you had beforehand a little bit yeah and it's just it's just that it's it's a weird bit of motivation i don't understand why it works for me right but it but it does i just i i function better after i've kind of cleaned up and had, <laughs> had a cup of coffee or something. that's awesome so it's interesting that you talk about you know it wasn't that long ago that you were doing this and now now back again getting back into it after mm-hmm. some years with h2m uh what have you noticed is the biggest difference f- that you've seen in in the business community as a whole now your second time jumping in and doing this entrepreneurial pursuit I think the biggest thing I've noticed is there's a lot more people doing it. Yeah, I, I've you I've share known, an office with a few. I do. I share I share office with uh, Kevin Toboso uh, mm-hmm. at Brave, and Adam Weedman from Weedman Design Co. Right so on. it's it's cool. I mean, Adam's been doing it for a while, and Kevin has been on his own different journey where he's been places and been on his own. Um, but I just I'm finding that you know, and this isn't I'm not bagging on agency life by any mean, but yeah. but there are a certain amount of people who are just they they want to get back out on their own, control part of their own destiny. You know, what I mean, I I kind of jokingly told Kevin once, you know, when I turned forty, I said I'm having like a midlife focus, not a crisis, <laughs> and and that was kind of the thing where I thought, you know, maybe sometime in the future I just want to get back to owning everything I do. You know, I'm I'll be the throat to choke, right, <laughs> so to speak, when right. something's wrong. There's only one guy who's in trouble when it doesn't work, and it's. It's me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't like billing. No, no, no. Yeah, all that grunt work. Right. It's, it's the, no, that's the downside. If somebody said, what sucks the most about being on your own? I'm like, billing. Billing, <laughs> billing <laughs> estimates. Yeah, get an intern, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you have worked in a variety of settings. I mean, I know you've worked for an agency. You've worked for the corporate, too. You've yep. been in that corporation setting. How have all of your experiences kind of played into your success that you will hopefully sustain within the entrepreneurial environment now? Do you feel like you're able to work with a multitude of clients and understand their unique uh, needs and challenges? Or can you kind of speak to that? I think you're, you're kind of hitting it on the head. I think for me, that's been, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the, the big thing is, is that, you know, 
having been inside a larger, you know, I used to, uh, way back in the day, I worked for State Bank of Fargo, yeah. uh, which is now Bell Banks, and they've been great, you know, but it, it has been a really, I haven't been a ton of places, but the places I've been have had very different cultures and right. and and things that they're doing and different types of people. And I think that actually what you're saying it was has been the most helpful. I've had, it, it helps me understand, um, you know, I've, I've worked for myself. I've worked at places that have 10, 15 people. And I've worked at a place that has well over 500 employees and huge corporate culture. And, and they all bring different things to the table th that you kind of take away from those places. Right. Um, but at the heart of it, you know, I think really in the Midwest, the big thing is, is that all of them just are very service oriented. And I think yeah. that's what I like about having been at a smaller place that can be, you know, a little more nimble. But I also like the fact that you can, you can look like someplace like a bell. Like I've had a long relationship with bell and they're a great place. And I've worked with a lot of other banks and financial institutions. So this isn't just like a big bell commercial, yeah. but yeah. I just, I think they do a good job proving that you can service being service oriented, whether it's service to your customers or service to your community, it can scale oh, your employees at, 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 at size yeah. though. I mean, you know, holding on to those things that you kind of push forward, you, right. you can hold that. And Kate city does an amazing job at that too in this yeah. town. And I mean, there's a lot of places that really do do it, but I just, that's the one thing I've taken away from a bunch of the places is that service is scalable. Yeah. You, you can do it. You just have to want to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a super cool look. And, and I do think it is at least somewhat unique to this area too. I think we have such a supportive community of people that just want to not only give back to Fargo, but also give back to Fargo business. I, mm -hmm. I feel like we're all mm -hmm. kind of collectively trying to rise each other up. Yeah. It's, it's the, you know, it's the Midwest nice, but, but <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in somewhere in the middle of it all, there is just a certain amount of Midwest passive aggressiveness hidden lurking <laughs> beneath the lurking yeah. beneath it. The, somewhere there's like a, you know, a Scandinavian person who's like, hmm, I'm just going to hold this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I will never speak it. <laughs> yeah, I got a little bit of that. <laughs> Talked away. It's it's a thing. Yeah. Um, speaking specifically towards the branding of businesses, what do you think are some of the most common and most frustrating mistakes that you see some companies make when it comes to their their brand as a whole? Ooh, that's good. And if you throw OSC under the bus for this, this podcast is going to cut short. Putting young bucks in charge, big <laughs> big brand problem. Agreed. No, uh, I th I think I do think it's really. I think being on brand is hard. Yeah. I, 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 when I say that, I mean, I've seen it a lot where people have a, they have a serious desire. They'll go through a huge exercise. They'll get a new logo. They'll do all these things. And then somewhere though, it falls apart when somebody just wants to make a, the right birthday banner or mm -hmm. something where they're like, well, I just want it to look like this. Cause, because and it's like, yeah, but that's, <laughs> you know, we make, we make brand guidebooks for people. Yeah for a reason so that you you maintain it so that when you look at it you know it's, absolutely it's just so definitively that thing you know i still laugh at the uh the, you know microsoft is a really great company and 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 so is apple and they're you know I'm, this isn't a, a platform war but i just i do think it's so funny if you back up and kind of go back to youtube you know and you talk mm -hmm. about brand there's a video they made like what if back in the ipod days what if microsoft did the packaging for an iPod. So you guys should go look that video up. It's really funny. I need to. Apple's got this like uber clean box, you know, oh, there's yeah, no thing. Yeah. And then slowly over time, you know, the Microsoft box has Intel inside, Celeron stickers and all this stuff on not only the packaging, but the unit yeah. itself. I mean, that's the, I feel like I've just derailed your question a little no, bit, but, no, but no, I think that's the tough it. thing is that, but the point to that is, is that that's brand though. You yeah. know, it's so funny is that that's for a while that was Microsoft's thing. Right. You know, and I've done work for a company that did work for, I mean, their brand book, 
dude is like extensive i'm sure like, i'm holding it's a bible I'm, yeah i'm showing yeah it's a bible and it's huge and <clears throat> even times people would call about that i would say well they put this here and move this and do and i'd say that's you're asking me to go off brand <laughs> yeah i know that's okay <laughs> yeah you know that's and it, it happens that's unnerving i think that happens everywhere from <laughs> you know microsoft all the way down to like a plumber in town here you right. know right yeah absolutely well that's the thing i mean you can you know, nine times out of ten, do things that are completely on brand, and all it takes is that one time to kind of derail the efforts. So what I yeah. what I hear very often is consistency. Yeah. Anytime that we bring it up too, so. I think that's that's the thing. Yeah. It, it's, is to create create a look and and have it and stick to it. You know, right. so that people know when they see it definitively. You know, and you can you know that isn't meant to be a set of shackles. It's actually, I mean, for me, sometimes why I've talked a lot about people with people about wanting a uniform. Yeah. You know, so back in the day, I worked at the bank. I had to, you know, we were, we, we, we were, had to wear shirts and ties and everybody's like, oh, that must suck. You know, and I'm, I'm kind of a laid back dude. I, I like to wear hats and do all these things. But yeah. at the same time, I actually found it really freeing to wear a suit and tie for a long time. There's a lot of research about that. I, I heard yeah. that in like the private school setting more so like kids, you know, levels of happiness are yeah. X amount higher and productivity is X amount higher because they're saving that time that they would have been exerting on what am I going to wear in the morning? Like yeah. such a simple thing, but still. It is. And I mean, if, if, if that's your passion is clothing and that kind of thing, that's fine. It's not meant yeah. to like erase that, but it just for a certain amount of people, you know, coming back, you, you look at Steve Jobs, you know, he, he, you know, the New Balance shoes, the jeans, <laughs> the mock turtleneck, which he bought, you know, bought all those mock turtlenecks came from like a, a company in Minnesota, actually. <laughs> he he bought all those there. But, you know, even kind of like, you know, <clears throat> Doug Burgum back in the, the early days, you know, Doug was very well known for his jeans and his cowboy boots and his things like, you know, but yeah. I don't think it was just because he loved his cowboy boots. I don't know. Maybe you'd get Doug on here and ask him, but it's a brand I just thing. think it's a, you don't know. It's just, you don't have to think, oh, you know, sure. and I think that's an you just you just you see it and you recognize that person as oh that's this immediately and right. to me that's kind of brand <laughs> a little bit in a way a like, bit. Right. like you 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 should wrap your business in the clothing so to speak yeah. and design that lets people know it's you i yeah. i know this is you i mean unless we want to get into a deep discussion about supreme knockoffs or something weird like that but <laughs> that's a, that's a whole nother another topic time. for a much yeah. younger group of people than myself right right um, to switch gears a little bit, so I had my first experience on a video shoot with you a couple weeks ago, and I got to see kind of the creative director side of Bill, which <laughs> you, you spent a long, long period of your life as, and I st still think you would kind of refer to yourself as that, or that's one of your, your sure, skill sets, creative sure. direction. Um, when you are in a creative director position, and let's say you're on a video shoot, for example, there's a lot of stakes, and, and little things go wrong. No project ever goes completely <laughs> to what you're going to expect. Totally. Uh, and I think one of your, your best skill sets, and I've heard this from other people too, is that you're able to kind of work on the fly and, and troubleshoot problems as they arise. And can you give me an example of one big experience you had of a slip-up? Like one of the biggest <laughs> slip-ups that you can, can remember and how you kind of reacted to it and handled the situation. Well, it wasn't while I was in charge really, but, uh, you know, not c coming full circle to K Kevin Tabosa and he and yeah. I are both kind of sometimes, you know, we forget things. You know, the, if you want to go with the old creative directors and Ooh, I'm flighty and I don't yeah. know, but we went on a shoot and I was, I was uh, actually, Kevin was directing the shoot, but I was going to run the audio 
and we got all the way there you know i've got this boom mic and we got a huge light setup and we're interviewing all these doctors and they're all on a tight time schedule yeah you know like yep. you you get them for 10 minutes and then they got a piece out because they're gonna it was orthopedics people so they're gonna like cut somebody's yeah. knee open and i got there i set up the mic i looked down and i went to plug my headphones in and my headphones only had like the little eighth inch you know the 3.5 millimeter oh, yeah and i'm looking yeah. at the recorder and it's got like the quarter inch oh shit and i'm like oh boy and yeah i looked at i looked at it and i was like i i don't have any way to monitor the audio <laughs> for these doctors <laughs> i have nothing and yeah and it was early it was like crack acid on kind of thing and yeah you know you could you could flip out you right, could, right you could just you could totally lose your you lose it and but kevin's like well uh and i'm like uh there was just a moment <laughs> and then and you know Lisa, this gal, the, the account manager that came with on it was like, why are you two just like looking at each other? And yeah. we just picked up the phone, call our buddy Tommy, who was in the town. We were like, Tommy, please tell me you're awake. And yeah. that you can, you know, it was us. like six something in the morning. Oh my goodness. And I was like, I need a dongle and I need it bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad. Deal. I mean, I know that it doesn't sound catastrophic, but, but also what had to happen was we had to, you know, sense somebody to go pick that up or meet Tommy and get that. And yeah, I just turned on the audio recording and, monitored yeah through the like visually monitored the levels and just crossed my fingers on a hope <laughs> and a prayer that we were getting this doctor's audio and yeah it worked out but it i really do think that the key is just don't you know don't lose your shit so, right i mean right there i finally got the curse word out that I've been i know holding in. well yeah i was i was gonna say dan i don't know if we've if we've sworn previously on this podcast but this there's the there's no oh, there's no great. anti-swearing super Nice. thing it's just we've had very respectable people in here prior to well you. it's all so, over now <laughs> yeah <laughs> should have known yeah sorry but so, i mean that's the thing is you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But you just i think that's the key if you if you're gonna do some of those things whether it's um whether whether you're creative directing like a larger print project or but yeah. like especially when you're on video and production you some there's always got to be a calmer head to prevail i mean inside you might be like what 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 oh god you know but in the end you just Things don't always work out. You got to make the best out of what you can and, yeah. and just pick up the pieces and keep moving because in the end, you still have to service something in the, right, at the end of the right, day. Right, you have right. to have a serviceable thing at the end of the day or capture something. And sometimes the random things create a better situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think I ever was this way until like I've started to take on more duties, but I've, I've become a fairly anxious person. Like I feel, I really feel pretty high strung. Like there's a lot of, my mind's always kind of running through the worst possible situations, but whenever we have issues arise at work now, I feel like automatically I shift gears and become the guy that's calm and, mm -hmm. and can figure out how to, how to game plan stuff. And I was having a talk with Ryan about that yesterday and it was probably the most prophetic thing he's told me, but he said, I think it's because because you have that anxiety and you're always running through situations in your mind when the yeah. act actually eventually arise, you've already prepared yourself for it. Yeah. You're practicing you know? yeah. sort of, I mean, worry, like built up some resilience. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remember there was a phrase, there's something like worry is just worry is something that you're just creating. Yeah. You know, like it's not real until it's real. And, but in a way you could say that anxiousness is practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, absolutely. But at the same time, you know, you, you have to, you know, when those things happen, you just have to, it is funny. Some people get really, like, they find clarity in it. Yeah. And then they just go, oh, well, this is a huge problem. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then some people, I mean, quite a few people I work around freak out. And then yeah. a, a handful of them just go, oh, well, that sucks. Let's look at Here this or this. Right. right. And then you just do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, 
who has served as a mentor to you in your work? Mm. Uh, anyone that you've come across through the Fargo community, people you've worked under, who's kind of been that guiding figure as you've uh, entered different stages of your career? You know, if I were to just talk like, you know, and this is not to be cheesy, but my dad has offered cool. me a, a metric ton of advice and yeah. 80% of which I've ignored at my own peril. <laughs> um, but, but really my, my dad, you know, he, he's, he's retiring and in May he's been working in banking for 50 years, but I just think he's, he's offered me a lot of just really good life and business advice. Mm -hmm. But if it were speaking just in the, the creative community, um, I would say spider junk. Yeah. Spider was like the first guy who kind of pulled me out of my own obscurity and, right. and, and gave me a, a chance to get into advertising and marketing when I had kind of like graduated with a degree in mass communication. But I went, like I said, I worked at a bank for a long time. I mean, yeah. I think the title I had when I left there was like software support analyst, Okay, which is just code for like liaison between kind of like code monkeys and, and, yeah. and the real people who use it. But, um, but spider really, he, he gave me a really a really good chance to start something completely new. I had no background in it. He just, he just, I, I mean, you'd have to get him, you should get Spider on the show and talk to him. He's great. I should. Um, and he's just always been a really good supporter of not only what I would say is, is, is like the, the graphic and the arts community, but he's a huge supporter of music and jazz in our community. And That's it was cool. just, it was really <clears throat> meeting and getting to know Spider. And I mean, plus you get to work for a guy named Spider. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I didn't have to sell any drugs. It was awesome. And none of us went to prison. That's but, amazing. But, yeah, but no, nice I mean, work. Spider Spider's a really, I think Spider's been a really transformative person in my life. And anytime I need things, I, yeah. I generally go, I go, I go sit down in his office. I sit down and I ask Spider a question and he gives me pretty straight advice. He and then another guy, Mark Olson, Mojo. That's really is always cool. good, you know, in terms of like yeah. kind of older guard people, but for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and you touched on it a little bit, you know, you graduated with a mass communications degree. I know you spent some time as a major of religion, right? <laughs> yeah, at Concordia yeah, too. Yeah. How have you kind of, you know, translated everything that you've learned through these different outlets that you've been in and, and it's culminated to create what you are today? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, my, the joke my dad would tell you back in the day was that I was his two term college student, Bush <laughs> and Clinton. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, good. I spent a little more time in college than the average person should have. Yeah. Um, and I changed my mind a lot. But it's yeah, right. I did. I, I went in with a music education major thinking I was going to be a choir teacher. And somehow I thought, oh, boy, I, I, you know, religion's interesting. You know, I mean, I don't mind saying that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a believer, mm -hmm. but I also find it incredibly interesting. It's, it's a thing that makes a lot of people tick right. uh, for better or worse. And you know, so I went from that back to music and then eventually landed somehow towards the end in, in, in communications. Um, but I think that was just a, you know, an old twist back to the fact that I've always loved creativity and I've always liked art. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a visual person. And but you seem genuinely curious about a lot, of, a lot of subjects. I mean, you send me a shit ton of, uh, there it goes again, uh, articles. Boom. Yeah. Broke you, the you seal. <laughs> you did break the seal. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Taking uh, your podcast down the right. poop. If, if he was poop on shoot. here, it'd be, yeah. Yeah. X-rated. No, I, I just, I, yeah, I'm, I just like how things get made. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. I'm not going to really lie. Cool. I mean, you want to talk about just dumb. I mean, I, I just ran, ran across a YouTube channel about watching a guy who, do, who makes boots like, <laughs> or repairs boots, you know, and it's, yeah. I, I like things that are, how did you get down that rabbit hole? I'm I'm kind of scared by what YouTube maybe knows about me. Yeah, <laughs> like what gets surfaced in my like kind of the for you feed or whatever you want to call this is it. Weird as hell. Bill will like it. Yeah, it's like, hey, here's a guy who's gonna fix an old pair of Red Wing boots. <laughs> I watched it. I watched all 18 minutes of it, 
18 minutes. Jeez. Dude, this guy's got That's some good. craft. Yeah, yeah so, so I forget his name. You. It's something the, something the boot maker. He's out in L.A. and he right. he's an old school dude, you know, and he's he's young. But I haven't watched the whole thing. It's about how boot making kind of saved his life. Like he learned right. an old craft. You yeah. know, I mean, we we move really fast, you know. We do. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and I think, you know. Finding somebody who's who's keeping a, a, a an old craft alive, I find that really interesting. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not doing that. I don't I don't draw with pencils or anything. I don't know. You kind of look like you came from the 20s. Yeah, a little bit. You got that look to you. <laughs> but I'm like just looking old, <laughs> <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, outside of the work setting, I know you stay pretty busy in the community through a variety of other means. You serve as the VP on the AAF board, which is how we first became acclimated mm-hmm. together. Uh, you run a podcast discussing the FX series Fargo. Yeah. Pretty neat thing. You perform music, uh, and still you always make some time to grab a beer whenever I need to talk or other people want to want to get some time with you. How do you keep it all together? So I would say I don't. <laughs> okay. You know, Appreciate I, the honesty. I really, I really don't. Part of this change of getting back out of my own is just a little bit of um, there's only one thing you can't get more of, and it's, I'm sorry, it sounds dumb, and I'm not typically a super cheesy person but you can't get you can't you can't buy time yeah. it is it is not endless and i found myself just constantly doing too much and mm. so i've been trying to pare it back but being conscious of what i want and what people around me need and value and so yeah that's been a big thing uh, you know i think i sent you the thing about the article about like why why we love hustle porn you know like everybody wants to quote unquote hustle everybody wants to this and yeah and it's like really in the end we're just bleeding ourselves of relaxation sometimes you know there's right there's you know people say things like well i, I did this and i didn't you know people go well, that must be nice yeah actually it is nice to just sit around read a book <laughs> Or, or just stare off into the middle distance in your backyard and listen yeah. to the, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like we've, we're so dedicated to work and craft sometimes, you know, d- to a bad degree. And that, that kind of scares me, which is, you know, so I sent you that article and I also read the book. It doesn't have to be crazy at work by yeah. Jason Fried and David Heinemeyer Hansen, the two guys that created Basecamp. They also uh, are the creators of the web code, like, like Ruby on Rails, but oh, cool. they, they run their company very, very differently and... I think if you can live by even 10% of what they kind of pitch in that book, yeah, you'll still be better off. You know, you books like that, they're not a Bible. They're not a, you don't have to follow them, but I mean, the right. work, the, the balance is hard. Yeah. And, and I've found myself, I'm trying to pair some of it back. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm sure the, the wife would like a little bit more Bill Empey. Some days. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> I'm, you know, there are days she's like, you know, you should get a beer after work. <laughs> I've had a Stay long day. For a while. I don't I don't need to see you right now. <laughs> it's not because I'm in trouble. It's just, you know, she you know, she and I are very opposite too. I mean, my wife's yeah. an introvert and I'm an extrovert and mm. I think that's just the other thing is that in people or whatever it is they have, you have to just find what it is they value and just figure out how those two pieces of differentiation can fit together or not. Yeah. You know I mean? That's like knowing any friend or colleague. Yeah. Right. For sure. This is almost a polar opposite question to the, the previous one I asked about your mentor, but what, what kind of guidance would you give? Have you ever felt like you've been in a mentorship role with someone that's younger, but uh, in general, what kind of guidance would you give to somebody that is a young aspiring creative wanting to stick around Fargo trying to figure out what their next step is going to be. Um, how would you kind of point them in the right direction when it comes to getting into the marketing or advertising world? Uh, so Dottie or Dorothy, who, who was an intern at H2M, she, yeah. she, she asked me, you know, she said, she actually said, do you want to be my mentor? 
I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you give her your hourly rate? No, yeah, she gets it for free. <laughs> Dottie's great. Um, shout out, Dottie. Hey. Dottie. Um, but I, I think that's the thing that I want to, that I think about is that it's, there's a there's a there's an interesting line lately that I've seen in town where there was years where I feel like a lot of creative was being given away too too freely mm-hmm. and it's not good for the community as a whole. I don't think it is actually. Yeah. I think you know it's funny you you want to ask people to value art and creativity, but at the same time, when it comes down to paying for it, that, that's always a weird bottom right. line of like how much. And I, I think that's the tough part. I love. I mean, like. I'm gonna help this weekend. There's good for nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to do that. But then next there are weekend, other, don't next, show up this weekend. Damn, really? I have it in my calendar wrong. Okay, dude, you better anyway, still come. Speaking of balancing my yeah <laughs> my commitments, <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm not. Um, I I just I really think I hope people that are young and going into this business right now are doing or whatever you're doing. Yeah, you you do have to build value. You, I'm not telling you to overcharge for anything or, or charge beyond what you're your current value is but i just would say char- charge you know for, for things make a fair price talk about it explain why mm-hmm. and do that i mean i just i just had a beer with adam weedman yesterday and it's funny both of us one of the first things we did when we left college was we both did a logo and we charged and i said i charged this much and i was like i was so scared to charge somebody for a logo that much but i knew the value of a logo yeah and adam and i were 50 dollars apart Really? On how much we charged. It was wow. like 50 bucks apart, even though we were separated by many, many years yeah. of finishing. But it was that we, we kind of came out of the same program and had, uh, and Jody Mattern, who was at MSU, um, then was the, both of us had her for a, a professor. And that's cool. It was just, it's kind of funny. But because that's the thing, they don't teach you that. They don't mm. talk to you about pricing in college or, or your creative work, at least not when I was there. Well, self worth in general, too. You know, I mean, absolutely. What, what kind of negotiation? can you do as a you know someone that's coming out of college and wanting to get mm-hmm. into your first job yeah you know a, a lot of times we're told just get your foot in the door start to get that experience start building up but you know is that is that to our own fault or is there a lot of truth I, to it i feel like it's a little bit of a balancing act it is but i mean that's the that's the other thing i you know you know we 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 look at all this community you know are you technically a millennial are you in that generational yeah how old know? do you think i am I can't remember you're young you're Dude, like i'm like, a, like you're like 26 or 7 yeah 25 25 god you're so Oh God. But, but I mean, I do believe in that, to get your foot in the door, you know, bide your time sometimes, not in a bad way, just like yeah. get in somewhere, look around. You don't get to be awesome right away. Cause <laughs> guess what? Really sad yeah. to say sometimes you're not. No, it's true. It's like, very true. I have raised my hand. I have sucked at my job a whole bunch, whatever job it is. I sucked at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't think if if you tell me that you're you've always been awesome all the time, I think you're full of it. Yeah. I personally, yeah. I'm just I'm sorry. Everybody sucks at something, right? But that's what makes you something else. Yeah. Eventually, you know, you don't have to be. And it's not like a hundred percent you suck. It's just when I started as a creative director, I I don't know if I was doing that good at first. I mean, I I went when I first went into a job once, I just felt like I was flailing about. And I went to the two people in the office that were the closest to my position. And I just said, man, I feel like I am just, this thing is foobard. And, <laughs> and you know, it was nice to have them say, no, 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 you're on point with this and this. But, yeah, here, what what else do you need to help make these things that you're, you know, not doing well better? And I got some tips and I, another week, two that's weeks, really cool. and a month. And, and then you get there. But that's the tough part I see and I hear from people is they just, they want to be done. They, they declare themselves something and then they want to go do that. And I don't know, that's just never been my, 
Yeah. But that's that's a Generation X thing, I think, you know. It might be, right? Uh, to me, too, I think the value isn't necessarily always in, you know, monetarily what you're getting out of something. Mm-hmm. But to me, I, I felt way more valued by being trusted to take on new things than I have by totally. being given a bonus or a promotion pay-wise. I mean, you'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Who am I? No, I, I, I agree. And I think that's the, those are those little pieces yeah. that you have to balance out in scale. So it's kind of the self-value piece for me definitely you you have to have x amount i mean you you got to drive everyone has their own personal venn diagram of yeah what that means free time freedom responsibility value sure. value from your peers value from monetarily which is what you know because if you're broke you're sure not going to make anything no <laughs> it's hard because then you get a whole new set of stressors which yeah you know which is why it's it's you know talking about giving a hand up to other people that's why charity and things happen it's not just because you want to hand it off it's because sometimes people need a leg up right you know just right. a little little leg up and it, it, it frees up that you know you talk about uniforms or whatever that frees up that time that you were going to spend worrying yeah or stressing and gives you time to focus on something that's forward and better for sure for sure um to get a little bit meta with this so recording this podcast are we gonna do a podcast in a podcast that'd be sweet podcastception People hate when that gets said. Are you one of those? They're like, oh, I hate when you say Inception about it, anything. You I don't know. know. It's a it's a pretty good yeah. reference. Well, I, yeah. so I guess I've no, gotten no. like grilled in the past on really? multiple occasions by saying Inception too much about things that are arbitrary. Well, but anyways, I'll let I'll let it roll, man. This is your it, it's your show. <laughs> Great movie. Um, so with your podcasts, you know, when you're, when you're talking about FX series Fargo, how much prep work goes into it? You know, I, I mean, you see me right now, I've got, I've got a sheet with some questions. We'll get to some of them. We won't get to others, but it's, it's probably like 25 minutes of prep work total in advance. What, what is it for you? I mean, you obviously have to watch the episodes, but yeah, yeah, I mean, doing a TV show about a TV show is, it's the only time I've ever done that. And, but, but it's the. It is a lot of extra work. Yeah. It's a ton. Understandably. So not only that, we, we, you know, so we've done, so right now we're on a hiatus just because Fargo is not, season four isn't coming out for a while, but yeah, you got to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we record an episode called The Hot Dish, which is kind of like our quick take on, that's a clever name. on what happens. So that's only yeah. like 10, 15 minutes. And then, then me and Sharpie, who do the show together, um, former Fargo guy but lives down in Colorado now but um mm-hmm. he's the one that he he like uh doctor Dr. Rosen Rosen to the sorry <laughs> um sorry that was my <laughs> fletch that's good <laughs> so, where am I um but but yeah you record it we watch it then we kind of step away and we re-watch it yeah take even more notes are you taking notes on your phone when yes, you're watching it basically the first time through I've learned to take um, really quick notes. Yeah. No major notes because I find it's the same way I feel about meetings. If people are writing personally, I should say, mm-hmm. if I'm taking too many notes in a meeting, I'm that's more time I'm not actually listening. Yeah. Because it, you can't. It's hard to do two things at once. That's right. also multitasking is just the art of doing two things simultaneously. You'd rather not be doing at all. <laughs> um, but but yeah, the podcasting is crazy, and then we record it. Yeah. And then and that, I mean, so if we. Generally, the shows are well over an, a little over an hour, so it's just an hour just talking, and then after that, you have to re-listen to it because we do edit. Cause you do a lot of that, yeah. Not a ton, but we just there's there's tangents or yeah. pee breaks or whatever. Appreciate you editing, Dan. Yeah. By the way, so we do we do cut out stuff or or we realized we 
we missed a plot point or something, but it's very rare. It's mostly just snipping out cruft, yeah. like crap you don't need to hear. Right. Sharpie sneezing, me coughing, or I don't know. But we, you know, we also drink beer while we do that show. So I would say in season <laughs> one, it's a little more off the rails. But season two or three, yeah. we really got into a good, a good grind of how we record that show. And I think that's it's, cool. I think it's been better. So I mean, I guess I could have also prefaced, you know, so the show Fargo talks Fargo. We do the TV show Fargo, but it's we give our perspective as guys who grew up in Fargo. Yeah. Sometimes we call out plot things that you're like, no way, nobody would just randomly drive in a day from Bemidji to Duluth. Right. You know, but they do that multiple times in season one. Sure. But at the same time, it's like gotta go to the mall. Oh yeah, we gotta go over there and see what's going on. <laughs> Maybe pick up some Nefla, but. <laughs> You know, in the end, though, what is anything in fiction if not your willing suspension of disbelief, right? I mean, it... Where do you come up with these things? You got all these aphorisms. <laughs> a willing suspension of disbelief? It's just... It's not... That's a weird thing to say. Oh, it's like totally normal when you think about films and movie. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, can The Rock really jump out of a window with a fire hose in his hand and save his yeah, life? you can't tell no, me otherwise. No, but he can look... Skyscraper yes, was garbage. Yes, Dwayne Johnson can look handsome while doing it, but <clears throat> right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, podcasting it it can be quick or take a long time. It's just really what you want to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the content in the end, you know, really is king. If if what you s- spend a lot of time doing, if the content Absolutely. sucks, there's nothing. There's no amount of editing that can make yeah it unsuck. Yeah, well, and also I think if people are. Uh, no disrespect to you or Sharpie, I haven't listened to it yet. But if people are so engaged in a show already, having other people comment on it is is naturally interesting. Like yeah. I was listening to the True Detective. I was very deeply engaged in True Detective this season until the last episode, which kind of blew. Yeah. I don't know if you. I, I haven't watched. Oh, I, I bailed on season two. I just season two was horrible. And I horrible. like Taylor Kitsch. Like it, I'm Riggins mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I just. Uh, season brooding. Too season brooding. three comes back, and the first seven episodes of that season, like nine point five out of ten, and then the the finale is a little bit of a letdown. But I I was listening to this podcast and really engaging in everything that was being said, and the two dudes that were moderating it were horrible. Like really, I, I would never listen to them talk about anything normal. You know what I mean? Like they're really really boring guys. But was the podcast itself good? No. Oh, that sucks then. But I listened all fifty minutes. Of, what? Yeah. Just, oh, I've I, just because I like I like to hear sure. other takes. You know, not everyone views media the same way that I do, and so I I always sure. appreciate people that have uh, a different opinion than the one. Yeah, that it's I fun. Possess. Well, it's fun. I mean, my you know, I have some people who've listened to the podcast, and it's not that they don't like it. They're just like that is that is like deep well stuff for them. Yeah. They're like. They, they just don't see those things, you know. But to me, what's interesting, especially with a drama or something like True Detective, there's a lot of stuff in the writing yeah. that you can watch it and not see too deep below the surface. It doesn't mean it isn't cool, cool water. But it's it's still just, man, there's a lot there, you know. It's just like, For sure. I mean, I remember in high school, you're reading, you know, The Great Gatsby. You're like, well, it's a cool story. And then there's this giant discussion about what does the green light really mean? You know, what's going on across yeah. that? I mean... It's just a matter of how deep do you want to go. Yeah. And for for us in Fargo, it's it's a chance for us to look at our local roots and flat out admit, yes, we sound like that. Yeah. A bunch of us do. Why? Because speaking of Friday Night Lights and making a t- Riggins forever, I mean, y'all, not everybody talks like Tammy Taylor either yeah. in the South. There are people down there who have, you know, it's, they're just accents. Folk. Hey, Fargo, just chill out. It's, yeah. it's just, it's and, fun. And how it's great fine. is Tammy Taylor too? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> 
She's so good. Yeah. Texas, um, Texas forever. Texas forever. <laughs> uh, with all the development in the creative world in Fargo-Moorhead, mm-hmm. uh, and this can kind of be your like last pitch, uh, what do you feel most excited about as a whole for, for the creative industry that is Fargo-Moorhead and for yourself at Lempy Creative? What are, what are you kind of really excited about at this point in time? For, for me right now, I mean, there's some irons I got in the fire that I'm really, you know, I, I had somebody kind of come up to me in the last week and give me a pretty serious poke on the, hey, you were taught, you had this idea. I want, I thought it was going to be cool. What have you done with it yet? And I realized I've just been, I've been sitting on it. I've been backburnering it because yeah. I'm too busy trying to do some, some other more responsible things. And I, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've got to, I've got to get a little less responsible and, kind of chase after a few things but I think the other thing that I'm really so I mean so that's content content stuff like I'm, I want to get back into making some interesting you know podcast things and some video things I've got a lot of some ideas and I think that's when I'm happiest is when I'm yeah. either when I'm rolling those ideas or I'm helping give them to someone else like sometimes have you ever like had an idea that you just you know you, it wouldn't be for you but I mean that's what I love about creative ideas is that you're like I I wouldn't do this but you should yeah like yeah I think you would make this great. You know, it's it maybe it comes from the background in songwriting sometimes where I realize that sometimes people need songwriters. Not every person who's great at singing wants to write, you know, like a lot. Every actor, you know, but we do that in music a lot, you know. Yeah. Songwriters always say, "Well, you, you know, you they don't write your own bars, you don't write whatever it is." Yeah. But at the same time it's like, "So what?" Yeah, every right, act, right, right. every actor you admire doesn't write the script. Oh yeah, they don't shoot the video themselves. But sometimes in music, there's this little, this thin singer songwriter line. And I was in that community a long time, and I respect a ton of those people. But they'd say something like, "Here, we'll just like T Swift, man. She doesn't write her own songs. So what? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, she. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care anymore. And, and if does, it is does a she really perform them well, well, okay, maybe she doesn't perform them well. I'm picking the wrong person there. I'm not sorry. Okay, don't no, no, come, no. don't come at me, Taylor Swift people. Yeah, yeah, no. But if if somebody does write a really good song too, that's great. But if it's not if it's not a star that's performing or someone that's got the voice or mm-hmm. whatever to bring it to publicity, then what's you know to yeah. a certain extent, what's the point? You know, yeah. that song yeah. exists in a very small pool. And, yeah. and that's a good point because there there are a lot of times where I'm writing something too. When I still do some of my songwriting, I'm like, God, I wish I could sing this. Like, oh, I can hear it in my head. I, I know this is going to be great, but man, I that, need, I need me, someone else to come in and do the chorus. To me, that's what's exciting too. You know, so that's for myself. And to me, we're, we're the, the next phase of that, you're already talking about it, it's collaboration. Yeah. And um, I think that's what I'm kind of excited about is that there's a lot of people that have gotten out of their thing and they're kind of doing their own solo thing or, mm-hmm. or in smaller groups. I'm excited to do work with some of those people that I've been friends with and worked around for so long. You know, I don't. I, don't, I just don't, and I don't know where it's going to take everything. I mean, yeah. there's this ebb and flow all the time. Right. You know, and I mean, you know, when is the, the heyday going to be over for, I don't know, opening little cute shops or, you know, how many cool food joints can a town open until like 10 of them close and you go, oh, what the hell? But yeah. that's the hidden other side of, of like growth and, and, and like looking, looking at what looks like success in towns. But yeah, I, that's the part we don't analyze here is, is we, we don't talk real well about failure in this community is something. Sure. Like, and like I said, that's the, you know, the phrase from, I'm stealing this from mule design, uh, from Mike Montero. He had a podcast and I didn't listen to it that much, but I just loved the title of the show it was called let's make mistakes. Yeah. And it was about creative. And I mean, to me, that's really, that's cool. Just do it. You know, I mean, I told my nephew, I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling at the end here. Shocker. 
my nephew has started shooting some fo- photos on his phone and, and he's got he's got a hell of an eye um yeah. and but I, I i sent him a note and i just said just keep shooting and just remember that somewhere there's a sheet you know a proof sheet of photos and ansel adams only circled that one of half dome or, or yeah it was half dome i think mm. you know so he had on that page he had how many rejects yeah you know they're not all hits and to get a hit you have to make a bunch of mistakes valid so for sure that's what i'm excited for is i excited to make some mistakes yeah let's do it let's get out there fargo and and moorhead and screw some stuff up in the process (laughs) good man appreciate that (laughs) eventually it'll work out yeah bill you'll stick around for our game we're just gonna hear a quick little note from our sponsor let's do it uh and then we'll be right back here on the behind the sign podcast my name is jack yakowitz coming to you from office sign company where i am part of the awesome team of individuals that helps create signs for your business we offer free digital proofing we try to challenge you a little bit to think outside of putting your logo into a box but really make sure that your design and aesthetic that you're bringing off with your signage tells the story of your business and what you're trying to convey to potential customers. If you have a custom sign project that you're looking for help on, visit us at our downtown Fargo office, which is 310 NP Avenue North, or visit our website at officesigncompany.com. And we are back on the Behind the Sign podcast. I got Bill Lempe from Lempe Creative. How'd you come up with the name? By the Boy, way? that took me a long time. Genius. You know, it's actually just shortened from uh, Lempe Creative Consulting. Oh, okay. Uh, back in the day because... It's a nice twist. As a, you know, <laughs> nope. No jack, jack of all trades here. Yeah, you know, which is you know, jack of all trades, master of none. My buddy, my buddy Leif introduced me to the term factotum, oh. which is a little better if you go look that one up. I but would. it's just, it's just too pretentious. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. if you if you're gonna be the 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 d bag who's like, I'm a factotum. Yeah, oh, forget that. You're a jack of all trades. It's just unfortunate. It's always followed by master of none. But that was the lumpy creative consulting part. Was what what do you? I would tell people, what is it you need and talk to me about that and if i can help you i will if i can't i would like to introduce you to somebody who could i just sure just want to get out of the way but yeah. it's just the consulting part slowly started making me feel like one of the bobs <laughs> in office space like all yeah. the consultants here yeah. so what is it you do i i i can definitely agree that dropping consulting is a good idea yeah. so i now, don't know i just i do some stuff yeah. i help make podcasts i go on podcasts i, well mean, I do done. some creative design i make videos I yeah mean, whatever just, just <laughs> ask me that's why my domain is a even though there's no website there right now, is Ask Lampy. Oh, the, right, right. That was Sharpie's thing. Okay. He's like, because just people want to know if you could do it, and he would be like, I don't know, just Ask Lampy. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that was a playoff <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Um, so Rest in peace, Jeeves. <laughs> Stop tangenting. Uh, we're here to play a game. The 20 and 20 game is what this is. The 2020 game? 20 and 20 game. 20 and 20. Oh, so my. here's how the rules work. I'm going to put 20 seconds on the timer. I'm going to phone here. We got Dan over in the corner that's tallying up your answers. I'm going to give you a category. In 20 seconds, you have to name as many things in that category that you can that fit. I try to cater the categories a little bit to the people, so it shouldn't be something that's totally foreign to you. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. But, Is it uh, bad that I just broke a small sweat in my I, left eyebrow? <laughs> I noticed. Oh. Um, so the max you can get is 20. Uh, and if you get that, then off sign company will have a promotion code, the 20 and 20 promo code, which is going to give you 20% off your order for every answer that you get. So if you only say seven things within the period of time, it's going to be 7%, eight sure. things, 8%. The max that we've had so far has been 10, oh which boy. was, uh, actually our first week. So, um, like Josh, here. Josh Ulrich from scoop and dough was the one that got 10 currently the record to break. I feel as though you will probably break it. I don't like this pressure. Just the way your mind works. Speaking of anxiety. But we'll see. Do you understand the game? 20 uh, seconds. Name as many things in the category. In the category. Yeah. 
I really hope this isn't about dried beans or anything. <laughs> I'll be dead after Lima. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Dan, you already over there? Ready. So we're going to put this on. Wait, do you start the 20 after you ask the question, though? Yes. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, yeah, gonna okay. say it and then I'm going to say, you all good? And then I'm going to start. Oh, God. Okay? Okay, I'm ready. All right. So the category today is bars in the Fargo-Moorhead area. God. You all ready? <laughs> sure. Three. Do they, wait, wait, hey. oh, wait. What? Do they? I'm. I'm You're thinking of or, stuff do, right no, now. No, I'm not. Can they be dead? Like still here? They have to be open right now. Uh, preferably. Okay, fine. Okay. Just right. want, fine. Shout out to Lowermans, who's not here anymore. Nice. Love you, Lowermans. Ready, set, go. Uh, the Hotel Donaldson, JL Beers. Uh, technically, if you want to get a drink, you can across the street at Vinyl Taco, Old Broadway Sports Bar, uh, the Empire, the Bismarck. Um, oh my God, the Ground Round isn't here anymore. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh no. no! Why can I not think about that? I gave you too um, much. Rustica, um, Harold's. Shout out two, to Harold's. One. And, oh God, see, that's too much. Dang. Too much for me. I was. How many to get? Damn. Oh, Bill, I thought for sure you would pass that. I gotta flip it some week and it's, like put myself on it and see how how good I can do. I knew once it, you started putting your own commentary. If you want to go across the street, I was, I was like, literally, oh, well, that's my, that was like dead. I was mind mapping. Like yeah. walking downtown. <laughs> right, right. My, I just couldn't say the word vinyl taco because to me that's that's a bar still. It, it is, yeah. There is a bar in there and people sit at it, don't yeah. eat tacos, oh, yeah. and drink. 100%. Yeah. So, nine. customers that are listening, nine. Uh, you can thank Bill Lempe for Sorry. your 9% off on OfficeSignCompany.com once you use the promo code 20 and 20 at checkout or talk to any of your account manager, customer service reps. Tell them that you listen to the 20 and 20 game. Get 9% off your order from now until the end of the month. Bill, do you have any last words, parting wisdom that you want to want to share with the crew? I'm really sorry I couldn't get you guys that 11%. <laughs> maybe it's because nice I was at, maybe it's because I was at Harold's last night. I'm just a little, I was wondering. a little slower today. I was wondering with those texts last night. I was $3 like, Bill's going to get me out tonight. No, no, I wasn't going to do that. You had an early bedtime. Yeah. No, I appreciate I appreciate you guys uh, you guys having me on and uh and an office sign company and all you guys do in the community. It's always great working with you guys. I'm going to give you guys a plug on your own show. Good man. Love yeah. that. All right. Take it easy everybody. <laughs>